The Pastimes is brought to you in part by DoorDash. Shop DoorDash to get everything you need for the back-to-school season delivered right to your door. Use promo code TPT to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience grocery or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more. Promo code TPT. Terms apply. And we're brought to you in part by Stitch Fix. Look, you ever go shopping with your kids and it's a total mess because your kid's darting around grabbing a Spider-Man shirt or a unicorn thing, and then they get all upset when you say no? Well, Stitch Fix avoids all that by doing the work for you and your family. Try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash TPT and get 25% off. That's stitchfix.com slash TPT for 25% off. everybody welcome to the pastimes podcast uh each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by dave anthony i'm gareth reynolds and i've never seen it before and neither is our guest this week dave pelham hi dave what's going on guys how are you two days could get confusing how um, is life in the big city ah Los Angeles. It's pretty good, man. I can't complain about too much. Like I went through, I went through my depressed era already, and I'm out of that now. So like I've, yeah, I'm in year, uh, nice. I'm in year five, and you all know that as you when you first moved to LA, you probably go through those ups and downs yeah. of trying to like meet real people and have real friends who just don't want to level up and no, I, use you. I met you great know, people so. and had success immediately. I uh, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Actually, I would see you like out, and I would be, I would be like, because I'd never go to the clubs. I would see you and be like, Dave has leapfrogged me in like three years, which has happened with a couple people with me, where I've been like, they're just doing more shows in LA than I am doing. So, well, that's so good. That's only because he's funnier. Okay, that down. feels like they're turned turned like a hat. <laughs> yeah, turned got down. Some, some, <laughs> somehow. Um, uh, and Dave will promote uh, your. So, are, you're on Twitter, Instagram, TikToking. Yeah, man. I don't have shit to do. Just come see All me right. at the comedy you, store. You're, <laughs> and you're at at Dave at Dave Hellum H E L E M. That's right. Uh, on the socials. Yeah, follow. Um, it's very funny. Yes. Um, okay, so you know the deal. Dave's going to tell us a random paper. Dave, what? Okay. Uh, um, we are going to New York City. Okay. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess early 1900s. Okay. Early 1900s. What do you think, Dave? Uh, I'm going to go with the 40s, 1940s. Interesting. You're both in the wrong century. 1855. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Here we it go. is Saturday, February 24th, and it is from the New York Churchman. Oh, fuck. What? Which is an Episcopalian... Oh, no. Uh, ...newspaper. Oh. That's, a, that's, <laughs> a, that's know, a thing? Which I didn't know existed. <laughs> that's uh, a thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, page, uh, page one. The world at home is the headline. Very specific. Very prevention, specific. Prevention of accidents on the city railroads. The mayor of this city... Oh, wait, yeah. The mayor of this city, having had his attention directed to the frequency of fatal accidents upon the city railroads, has transmitted to the Common Council the draft of an ordinance for the prevention of disasters. That's great. Okay. Feels pretty natural for a mayor to be 
aware of that. They're like, he got pointed in that direction. Someone was like, you yeah. know, there's a lot of people dying out there on the trains. Well, yeah, all the time. It's a thing. We don't have cars yet, so like this is like the the, the coolest shit right now. So let's go. <laughs> that's no, right. That's true. The remedy which he proposes is the construction of gates upon each side of the car platform to prevent passengers from jumping on the cars while they are in motion. So the deaths are coming from people <laughs> trying to grab runaway or or rub to r- jump on a moving train. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a phenomenal time when you're figuring out, like, you know what? I think that's killing a lot of folks. <laughs> there's, there's another, there's another addition. Oh, God. Drivers of cars are also required to stop for every passenger. <laughs> oh my God! So the drivers are just like money. I bet. It. I bet they were just slowing down and slow rolling that shit, and then people had to hop on, and they would miss. God. Yeah, yeah. And there would be some people be like, "That's not a door." And then then it's just people getting squished. Ugh. I can just imagine, like, often being like, oh, Terry's dead. Whoops. (laughs) These drivers really aren't slowing down like they used to. I feel like this is in the cut scenes of, like, gangs in New York right here, like like the the bonus footage outside the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train the Butcher. Um, new, uh, uh, Steam Fire Engine. This is a new headline. um, I can't, uh, so that's it on... They don't it. really get into many details as far as so that no, basically I, the the first story is the mayor's going to pay attention to the fact that people are dying on trains, probably put up gates and request that the drivers do this invention called stopping. And people don't jump on while it's and moving. people aren't jumping. Also. Yeah, it they feels like it feels like that's a two birds one stoner. Where yeah, if the drivers stop, then the people will probably stop trying to um, yeah. die hard atop the trains. Unless, unless people are just used to it and they're going to jump on it while it's moving before it stops so they can get a good seat. Or people who are mistiming it because they're used to it moving and just like looney tuning <laughs> into the side of the car <laughs> because they're used to the motion. Yeah, I can see okay. that. Um, steam fire engine. The trial of a steam fire engine took place in this city on Saturday in front of City Hall in the presence of some 10,000 persons. Jesus its performance Christ. was satisfactory. So it's City Hall. So that means, I mean, New York City Hall, we know where it is. So that means they just took a steam engine and put it on the street and fired that bitch up. And then 10,000 people, people. You can't get like the... We 10,000 people don't turn out like it's so what it takes for 10,000 people now to get in the streets is a revolution. And then it would just be like, holy shit, they got a steam fire truck. <laughs> Whoa. Once again, what is it? 18, what, 50, 18, 1855. What else is there to do on a Saturday night? Uh, what else are you doing? No, there's what, nothing. What nothing. else are you, what else are you doing? There's, there's not. And people would be like, hey, Larry's painting. The barn. And oh, my fucking God. I'm canceling everything. I was supposed to count, but I'm just going to show up for that. I was going to count stuff, but now I'm canceling my counting plans. He's painting a barn. Yeah. Bring out the hoop. literally nothing to do. Yeah. I mean, if you got laid, then you were probably just like, oh, my God. The, the, oh, I'm living the life. Holy shit. I yeah. put it in a person. Oh, well, la, la. You'd write about it in the paper. Oh, man, fucks. <laughs> that is funny. 
Okay. Uh, this is from the same section. Uh, this one's just eclipses. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, and this is Episcopalian, I'm sure we're going to hear a little <laughs> slant here. <laughs> we'll see. On the evening of Wednesday last... The Lord's the hand t- grabbed the moon again. <laughs> the, the Lord has hidden the moon! The Lord did the old switcher moon Uh On the e- evening of Wednesday last, the 21st, the planet Uranus was eclipsed. The phenomenon was visible nearly or quite throughout the United States. On the 18th of April, the planet Venus will be eclipsed. Mm. It, was, it will be visible only in the northern and some of the middle states, as uh, in the south, southern Venus will pass to the south of the moon. So this is a little uh, planet update. Who in the fuck can see planets if they're eclipsed? Uh, fair, very fair question. Very you guys, well, so you guys, it's just nah. do you guys go outside and check out where Venus is? And you're like, yeah. oh, it's missing today. It must be an eclipse. <laughs> I can't see Venus. I'm also a little astounded that their that their predictions are that. I mean, I guess we've been pretty yeah. good about planets for a while, but you would imagine that I would just definitely imagine there would be some sort of you know religious justification as to what is actually the Lord is furious at us so he's removing Venus for the night as a punishment I mean you're you're wanting a little more uh you're not you're not getting enough God out of your paper like you're expecting well look if I pick up the Episcopalian times I you know yeah I want to know why did he do it what's his angle (coughs) let's go give me some context or else it's just a regular paper it should just be called the man yeah, I yeah. I w- listen, I guarantee you if we made a God newspaper now, purely like the God version, we would sell shitloads. Not you and I, probably, because we <laughs> on the Maybe record as Dave. far as... Definitely yeah, not. well, yeah, no, definitely not you. Yeah, I've become agnostic. My brother believes in God because he found a plumbing piece in his car, so... I'm sorry? Happened. Uh, my brother uh, told me he became agnostic because he found... Uh, he's a general contractor, and he didn't think he had a plumbing part, and then he found it in his truck, and it, it made him uh, open to the idea. That they're <laughs> that <was laughs> I'm not kidding. That's very valid. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes God speaks to you in, in different ways, though, you know? I, I mean, well, he was a carpenter, so it would make oh. sense maybe a little that he's got plumbing stuff, you know, maybe, yeah. So it's not the same. A lot uh, of people find their way uh, to God through plumbing. Oh, yeah. No, that's where you find true value. I see what mm-hmm. you did. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good one. Uh, more here. Early salmon. Oh. <laughs> you guys ever get the early salmon report? Oh, just. <laughs> That they're called locks. <laughs> two fine salmon. Two fine salmon. What? Weighing fuck? 32 pounds. The first of the season were caught, caught a few days ago in Venzi, Maine, and forwarded to the River House in Boston. Oh, man. It's not even New York. No, they're just like, just in a, Maine, two salmon were caught. It's a, it's a Maine salmon report. I would be a, Look, a raging alcoholic during this time because these, this sounds like such a... <laughs> A shitty time to be alive. Like it is. <laughs> I would just drink whiskey. I I, <laughs> I, I agree. I feel like like there are nights where I'm not doing shit, and I will just be like, like during the pandemic, there would be nights where I would be like, I'm just gonna get hammered, just because I was so bored. Fu- oh, by the way, in the pandemic, I know we're still, but I'd be so bored that I'd be like, I'm gonna drink a bottle and a half of wine, just because you know yeah. whatever. 
the, I had Hulu and anything I wanted to watch, I could watch. And still, I was like, it's not enough. And they live in the time when if there's two salmon caught, people are like, oh, my God, and Venus is missing? This week is just fucking bonkers. Oh, man. And the steam engine came out? What? Oh, steam engine? Holy shit. What? If I see a salmon and a steam engine, my head is going to pop and brains are going to go over City Hall. Dude, compared to the salmon, the steam engine... It's like a rocket <laughs> ship. Basically. Oh, yeah. They call it two fucking fish. And that's, that's, two fish. That's the report. And, and not, not that close. It's in the same section as the steam engine. Like, they're like, oh, also besides steam engines, someone caught a couple of fish. Bryce, Three put the paper away. down. You're getting too worked up. Baby, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, he gets. And also, don't forget that this happened in Maine, not New York. So you are reporting no. other states. Yeah. Salmon reports. Sam, uh, two salmon. Two, two, <laughs> two salmon. Two get fish. It? Salmon. Two sa- yeah, that's right. There you go. It's the salmon sermon. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Can you repeat? Was that two salmon? I need we to get the story We are losing right. our mind on the ground here in Maine. We've got two salmon, both big, big fish. I can't. Oh, good I, uh, Lord. People are losing their minds. Losing good their Lord. minds. People well, are jumping in the here. river. These are well, lemmings. We oh, everyone is, and thousands are dead, and people are not yeah. understanding what has happened. I'm actually going to jump off of this cliff's edge right now myself. There's no point to going on. The news has peaked. Two salmon. I don't know why we're both holding our ears because uh, I don't think that's how it worked in 1855. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, extract from a paper read before the New York ex. Oh, I can't even read this. Uh, society. Let us think a little on propriety of decoration. You guys are with okay. me on this. It is to be, to be assumed taking a boring turn suddenly. Very boring. It is to be assumed that all positive decorations, such as carvings or paintings, either historical or symbolical, should have a special reference in every building to the peculiar object for which the building is to be used. I'm sorry. There's more, but I just thought I should pause there I, because I don't know what's I, going on. I don't. So I don't know. <laughs> what, what, I think they're saying. There's, it's a guy writing. It's a guy writing. He's saying, as far as decorations go, you know, the painting or whatever you're putting in there, it, it should actually be specific to the what the building is used for. It's just, it's just okay. It's, I mean, at, look, we're still on a high from the salmon story, so yeah, yeah, lucky yeah. that this is. But this is a dip. Yeah, it was so in the. Yeah, it yeah. was so in the Temple of Jerusalem. The divine architect of Here's which the, here we go stamped symbolism forever with his own seal as the way in which his wisdom sought fitting to speak to man. This is like the Indiana Jones written part. The intellect of Athens, the mysterious workings of the mind of Egypt, God again in the person of our blessed Lord, the early church, the church that saved Europe from barbarism, the mm-hmm. the <laughs> light imagine. of the dark ages. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Thank God uh, there was no barbarism then. Yeah, well, wait, just hang on there. You're up. Uh, some <laughs> shit's going to come your way. I don't buy that. <laughs> Schism of every kind, man in every age and clime, man, savage, intellectual, or religious, recognizing symbolism as a medium of conveying instruction to show those around him. It has been our blessed lot to live 
among the wise ones who in symbolism see nothing but cause for fear and trembling. So this is just a it's very, article. It's very... How do we go from salmon to this? Yeah, salmon to sermon. I don't know. It, it's it. Now it feels like we are in the Episcopalian times. I got to say. Yeah, well, now we're... we're out, they, they hook you with those interesting train suicide <laughs> stories and salmon, you know, and the steam yeah. engine. And then you're reading and you're like, well, wait a minute. The Lord is mysterious. Um, I guess maybe because we were past page one now. That might be why I started getting all. Right. Yeah. Education of the clergy. Here we go. Yeah. See? And now, and now that we have learned what is the intellectual and what the moral training of which the majority of students in their preparation for the holy order stand in need. Boy, we're right there now. May we be permitted to inquire whether it is worth while meeting the objection. That the most able men intellectually speak. This is so many fucking commas. <laughs> in- intellectually speaking, will be found in the universities. Oh, that's a question. <laughs> Jesus, they com- they overcommed you. <laughs> they assaulted you with punctuation. Our own opinion is that uh, men of very great genius will be quite out of place in the nurseries of the clergy. I. It's. It's. So it, it starts to that- lose me. Like I have trouble processing what they're saying. The more that it gets, I feel stupid. The the the, the language, the way they use language, is um, not conducive to hearing. Which I think is or religion's <laughs> religion's walk, angle. Walk me through this, like in layman's terms. What the fuck are they talking about in terms of what you just read? Because I I think I think I think that. It, that they are saying that if you're really smart, you don't, you shouldn't be in the clergy. Wow. Oh, you would be, you, you'd be okay. the, at, the, at the university and at the clergy. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. And what a great way to put it, because like if I read that, I'd be like, I don't get it. And they'd be like, right this way to the clergy, boy. Like, oh, <laughs> Come on, son. Okay. You're a priest. But what did it say? Be like, Doesn't matter. Get in here, dum-dum. Here you go. Now, this is holy water. It's really different. This is just like their diss to like the the, the, the Catholic Church, like like like. <laughs> like just being like, it's, it's like they're just saying to like get out of this town, yeah. better than this town. It's a little bit de- uh, indeed. There can be little doubt that in the universities themselves, intellectual ability is much overrated. So they're Ooh. shitting on. They're shitting on uh, university. Okay. Right. Okay. They're saying it's overrated. ah. So they're not shitting. But, they're not shitting on the clergy. They're, they're shitting on. The kids who are smart. Yeah. Okay. Don't waste your... Are, are they saying don't waste your mind in the university if you're smart? I, I think they're saying why... I, I think they're saying don't... If you're... They're saying if you're a priest, don't go to the university. university. Okay. Gotcha. Let the, okay. let the eggheads go over there. It's just a waste of fucking time. It's overrated. You're not right. going to learn anything there. Right. What could you learn in the like university? The good, the good book. God got your back. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. That's, yeah. He's the main professor. There you go. He's the real... Were you raised religious, Dave? Uh, no, but I did go. Oh, not you, other, other Dave. Jesus, oh, I don't care about you. I, just call me Black Dave. Um, no, I was not raised too, <laughs> too <laughs> religious. Uh, my my dad started taking us to church, uh, like in the in my teens. But at that point, I would just fake like I was sick on Sundays and just stay home. But not too much. I never. My parents never made me go to church. 
And then the only time I would go to church was when I would sleep at a like a friend's house, and I'd wake up the next day, and I would go, and I would just be like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" Was it mass? It was just. I mean, it varied, but yeah, like uh, it would be, yeah, a lot of times. But I also remember going to like Bible study after church and being like, "What the fuck?" You know, being sort of the same. My mother, one time, I said to her, I was probably like seven years old, and I was like. I want to get a cross, like a crucifix necklace. Mm. And she was, she was raised like Church of England. So she, she was like touched. She was like, oh, my Lord, he wants to, he's, he's showing an initiation towards religion. Thinking like maybe I just had like a mind, you know. And then she saw this drawing I did in school. And this is why I wanted it. And it was me in a leather jacket <laughs> with sunglasses on and a cross swimming in a pool. And then she realized like, oh, he's just like a douche. <laughs> That's a very random. <laughs> that's a very random ass picture oh, yeah. to draw. Like what? <laughs> like so basically. I don't know. You were, I don't you, know. You were you were Christian Slater. That that that's who you. I, were. <laughs> that was the only Christian I was into. That was my Christianity. Was Christian Slater. I wanted to be a Christian Slater. The Church of Christian Slater. Oh boy. <laughs> we are brought to you in part by DoorDash. We'd like to thank DoorDash for being our sponsor. Uh, look, uh, it's school. School's coming up. It's school coming back. The kids are very excited. Gareth is getting ready for school. Eighth grade. My boys, my boys are ready and willing. All four of them. And able. Uh, and yeah. it's going to be a crazy day. Kyle, Kevin, Carl, and Nock. They're all excited. Uh, but you can be f- first day ready with all your, your staples and your, your classroom, classroom supplies and make a first make a first impression to everybody there. It's, it's, a, it's a big day. Yeah, show them your staples. Yeah. Hey, you say you want to get a back-to-school hack, buddy? Is that what you want? DoorDash. Not sure what that means. Well, why don't you explain what that means real quick? Because if you're talking about like someone to hacky sack with, DoorDash is uh, is a thing you use on your phone computer. It's called an app. Uh, you can order stuff on there. It bring it to your house or your yep. front yard if that's where you want it. Sure. No, you did want it to door. I think is where they put the Gareth. Stuff. It's a convenient delivery operation that makes it easier right. for you to get all your back to school stuff. Gareth, you need erasers. Uh, yeah, I have one backpack full of erasers, but uh, a lot of people have called that problematic. Yeah. Shop DoorDash to get everything you need for the back-to-school season delivered right to your door. Use promo code TPT to get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience grocery or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more. Promo code TPT. Terms apply. Gareth, we are also brought to you in part by Stitch Fix. Uh, you know, it's hard to shop for family. It's hard to shop for people, especially sure. when it's back to school time. Yep. Uh, my kid, uh, hard, very hard to shop for. I throw up my hands and I say, "I can't buy. I haven't been able to find I anything." Know. It's, for it's been it is terrible. Hell. Uh, so, yeah. uh, how about I have a little help? And that's where Stitch. That's where Stitch sure. Fix comes in. It just gets your family. Uh, it makes it makes the the clothing situation easier uh, for the kids. They got nice, cool styles. They got them in kid sizes. They got pieces mm-hmm. starting at just ten bucks, and they do all the work. It's all done, so I can focus on other things, uh, right. ignoring my kid, hanging out, and playing games. Yeah, doing your own thing again, getting back to me, your, your the me stuff. time. 
Clothing, clothing shopping yeah. for kids, it can really, really be a lot. Uh, and Stitch Fix makes it a lot easier. They got stylists, and they shop for the whole family, and they said, uh, like, the, the kid-approved stuff to you. Uh, so they do all the work. It just comes to your house, and you, you go online, and you, and you get the sure. hookup. So it's the best way to shop for your family. Uh, so you're going to save time on shopping, and, uh, and you can try on the stuff in your home. Uh, if you don't, if you don't like the pieces, you send them back. If you do, you keep them. Can I ask? Can I ask a? Can Go I ahead. ask a dumb question? Can I come over and try on the kids' clothes? Uh, with clothes starting at just ten dollars, it's really, really affordable. Uh, get ten items in a kids' fix, and you keep what they like, and you. you so there's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff, and I I would probably put on one or two of those items and pretend I was hulking out. I would say, "Don't make me mad," and then I would sort of rip it all off. I got uh, I got my uh, my little box, my fix, uh, my stitch fix. Uh, so I went online and and mm-hmm. you tell them what your style is, and you go through and say, "I like this," "I don't like this," and then they send you a little thing, a box. I got five items. I really like three of them. Uh, two of them I didn't, and then they're going to send me uh, more, and they'll they'll be like, "What about this?" Uh, yeah. So it it's really great. It's an easy way to shop, much easier than going to those things people call stores. Well, so I really like it. It makes it very easy, and uh, I'm going to do it again. I'll be doing it again. That's how I'll be clothing shopping. And I'll be coming over. So try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash TPT and get 25% off when you keep everything in your kids' fix. That's stitchfix.com slash TPT for 25% off. Stitch, stitchfix.com slash TPT. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. So this is like uh, uh, the classifieds. Oh, the these thing. can but be there's pretty a, good. There's a, the, uh, the thing that, I mean, I mention this all the time on the show, Dave, but there is a non-white Dave, black Dave, is that the... 
there is so little organization sometimes to this yeah. that it almost feels like it's like reading a vision board versus reading like a publication or periodical. Yeah. And these can be pretty. I mean, I'm ex- okay. What do you got, Dave? Mayor's office, January 2nd. There is opened at this office a complaint book under the charge of a competent person for the purpose of receiving and entering all complaints of matters coming within the jurisdiction of the municipal authorities. The mayor will entertain and, so far as the laws give him power, take cognizance of charges preferred by responsible parties for violation of ordinances and dereliction of duty upon the part of any person holding office under the city government by order of mayor. He, the mayor put in an ad in the paper saying he has a complaint box. Okay. There we go. Man. (laughs) They started off so hot and then it's just, it's just going worse and worse. Like each story is just, it's, it's almost, it is, it is like, it is really like how, a cult would hook you. It starts off with like, hey, come on, it's Utopia. And you're like, oh, fuck Fish. yeah. Like page one, you're like, awesome. And then like page two, it's like, listen, universities are the devil. And you're like, oh, okay. And then now it's just like, look, the mayor is a complaint box. You're like, but this isn't that fun anymore. There are so many organ ads for church organs. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying for like human organs. No, yeah, for human organs, uh, the church is getting the kidneys and yeah. livers. And, no, well, yeah, the yeah, Lord a needs of, one. There's a ton of organs. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. To, to buy or sell organs? Uh, but there are ads for people who are selling, like people who make organs. Oh, okay. Mm. Wow. That would, that's, so just the layman getting an organ, just coming home. Yeah. Baby, I know we said we wanted to save up for a big trip, but the Lord hath spoken to me. I got us a church organ for home. What? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, then these are acknowledgments. The first acknowledgment is help the poor. So that's just basic. It's nice. Um, the sailor's mission. By the way, wouldn't it be nice if religion still held on to that a little? That'd what? be cool. No. Come on. Okay. That- Sorry, too soon? Just was a thought. The missionary of the floating church of the Holy Comforter. Oh, for fuck's sake, what? It's It's for sailors. There's a lot going on. It's for sailors? Well, it says the sailor's mission, so it's a floating church. What? A floating church, and okay. The grateful (laughs) acknowledges the recipient of the following gifts. Um. $5 $5 from Helen McLeod, $4, $4 from blank. <laughs> they from blank? Okay, from. sure. They're just saying they got money. A floating church is amazing. Um, I am still in want of The about, organ player's uh, like, I can't do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in want of about $160 to pay the rent of the Mariner's home and thus spare me the necessity of begging anymore for this object and I hope any other. If I could... In justice to my family, spare this amount for my living. I would rather pay the debt myself than to renew this appeal. But I cannot do this. Will those who can help please address to uh-huh. DVM Johnson? So he's just asking for money. Mm-hmm. He just wants money. Yeah. For his float church. Oh, so he's, he's the float church guy. This is a scam. This is just a guy trying to get. This is GoFundMe for. This is the first. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know those guys' name, but like you know, who, who's the uh, the white dude who has the big following? He smiles a lot, real skinny. You know. Uh, oh, Joel Austin. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's <laughs> just, it's that same dude looks shit. like he eats soap for a living. Yeah, it is. And then you actually find out, like, uh, like his. I mean, that's what is so fucking crazy is when you find out how much they make and they're like, I need a oh. private jet because God wants me to take my message on the road everywhere I can. And they just look like, I mean, they're just so peeled back. But a, a, a floating church on the sea is fantastic because nobody can really prove you have it. Nah. Like, you could That's just be right. taking that money, and then That's right. like, where, nobody's going to be able to track it down. And if they can't, just be like, it's sunk. <laughs> or, no, you just say, no, it's out. It's out. Uh, or it's out, yeah. It's, 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 it's just yeah. out. <laughs> we're dealing with, we got some fishermen we're uh, yeah. dealing with out yeah. at the fish. Or, by the way, speaking of fish, did you hear they got two salmon in Maine? <laughs> Jeez. That's so funny as shit. Like, it, if you ever get, like, investigated, you just, like, turn the boat and just... <laughs> like sail away like bye bitches and then like just, just yeah go. Or, or what a great way to like you know get rid of your like evidence if you were like because there was actually a story with Joel Austin where they like I can't remember exactly what it was but it was like a worker on his house found like $200,000 behind his toilet in a wall or something like that you could just sink your evidence yeah so simply Sorry, <laughs> take it down try. it's alright David it's a miracle Staten Island, fancy dying establishment. Mm. Oh, I love it. Fancy dying? Dying. D-Y-E. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you were hoping the other one? It's going to be a colorful I story. I just am not used to, yeah, I'm not used to people <laughs> boasting about a dying establishment. Oh, we've got to go there. We must die uh, there. Hank, Hank, we must die there. I want to die in. No, no, let's die out. Number three, John Street, two doors from Broadway. Ladies and gentlemen's garments died. Cape, shawls, lace, died. and other curtains. Died. They're, I'm sorry. Did you died. think? Died. Yes, it's religion. I thought it was like, a, you want to fast track to God? He's excited to meet you. Come to the dying establishment. Two tickets up into the sky. Says Church of England. Church of England home for female servants. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just when I talked about my mother claiming it. <laughs> this institution aims to be practically helpful to servants. Who the fuck are servants? Uh, Is that a nice yeah. way of saying like slaves? I mean, I think literal. Like what? Oh no, I think they're talking about literal servants, like people who actually are servants in houses. Oh, uh, I, I guess they use words Lord. like that back then. You know, like yeah. No, now we have now now we use terms made like, uh, prisoner made. and may yeah. <laughs> prisoner. Yeah. Surfs, yeah. Surf. Uh so this this institution aims to be practically helpful to servants by providing for them while at a place at a cheap rate, a comfortable, quiet, respectable home, where too they may receive systematically useful and much needed information in trading. Calculated material to assist them in discharging the duties they undertake to perform. So it's teaching them how to be servants. <laughs> but you so know it's what's amazing is that it's like it provides so much more than is provided now for people yeah. in any way. Like, but, uh, but, but if you're training servants, you're just having people clean yeah. your shit. I'm not pro-servant class. I'm not saying let's have that. But, I mean, when you think of what we have now, like, 
you know, the idea of like having a home, you know, like that's, that's become like elitist almost, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. To employers by raising the moral standard of domestic servants and thus adding to their comfort, convenience and happiness by giving them competent, faithful and worthy servants. So Uh, it's not great. It's not great. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? With your I great mean, idea. Well, it's they're, I just it's you know obviously it's like it's, they're it's like they're talking about how they're gonna break in horses. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I uh, I mean I'm sure it's horrible, but it it's just like you know like yeah. Now it would be like an Amazon driver. But that's something the church used to really do was like, well, get get the poor people ready for the rich people. Yeah, <sighs> just. <sighs> I feel like I could come up with a really good religion. It would just be like you. Yeah. Yeah. It would just like equal, like so low on specifics, so high on equal, like just, it just seems like the bar is so fucking low to, yeah. you know, I mean, like, I guess you just have to make the leap where you say you talk to God. I, well, I could do that and just be like, he was like, we're all pretty much the look same. At Kanye. I mean, shit. Like, I, I, he started yeah. the whole church a couple years ago, and I really think that was just a way for him to not have to pay taxes, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but all he did was just perform gospel versions of, like, hip-hop songs. Like, you know. And it looked, yeah. It looked, I mean, I went to one, um, I was dating this girl in L.A., and it was called, oh, man, I can't remember what the fuck it was called. But it was uh, Agape. That's what it was called. Oh, yeah, Agape. And um, what is that? It was like light on specific. It was still like super churchy, and I was like, ah, "I'm not down with this." But it was just mostly like gospel singing, and like just not super granular when it came to the details. And you know, I was like, "Okay, that is a little more like if I were to be looking for a spot, you know." Like, it's entertaining, because when I would go to, like, the Sunday, when I go to church, when I was, like I said, when I'd sleep over kids, play, I mean, I would just be like, man, I'm about to get on that cross. Like, I'd rather die <laughs> than, yeah, I'd rather do that move up there than, like, sit here any fucking longer. I don't know, man. All I know, all, all I know is that when I see the uh, Church of Scientology building, I really want to go in there. I don't know what's in there. Be but, careful. Um, the, the, be the people, careful. The people wear khaki shorts, and they look happy, and... Yeah, well, man. Yeah, but it's uh, like Truman yeah. Show happy. Right. Yeah, I'm down, man. Where they're like, I've seen the I've seen them cleaning uh, grates with toothbrushes, so they're not as happy oh. when that happens. How'd you get back here? <laughs> well, also, David Cross has that story where he like went on a tour for a joke, and then they like, and I, I mean, however they figured out his phone number, like they called him later that day, and they were like, yeah. "Hey, David, how are you?" And he was like, "Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> what oh, the totally. fuck is going on?" Yeah. Uh, clerical change. The Reverend Richard <laughs> Hines requested his letters and papers be delivered to Williamsboro, Ro- Williamsboro, Granville County. That's in the paper. Great. That's yep. That's right. Yes, that's in the paper. That's in the there paper. you go. That's uh, by the way, great to give his fucking address out. <laughs> they, they, Dave, they they would do that. They do that so many times in papers, like where they'll just be like, "She's moved to 19 Clark Street." They're just like, "Should we be telling people where this woman lives?" They feel like. A little I mean, that should be cool. That happened all the way through the seventies. They would put people's address. Oh my god, it's not okay. Five hundred dollar reward, oh. mayor's office. Whereas John Betts 
a lad aged 13 years was run over by a horse and sleigh in Broadway near 71st We're Street We're looking on for Sunday. Santa. <laughs> and whereas said John Betts has since oh, died man. in consequence of the injuries uh, I'm glad I got that joke in first. See? Yeah. Snuck that I'm in before for a he horse. died. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And whereas the person who drove the... The sleigh is unknown to authorities. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> find that fucking horse. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I On do. Dasher and horse. Wait, what and the fuck? That thumpity thump. Oh, boy. I do, by the authority vested in me, offer a reward of $500 for the apprehension and con- conviction of the person who committed said violence. To be paid on conviction of the offender on the certificate of the record or district attorney. Uh, How do you get away with a horse and run back then? I, I feel like you would I'm just thinking. be like, hey, it's right there. He's there. Here, try, <laughs> if we run a little fast, we can get him. He's right there. He's still there. The horse won't go down that way. I mean, like, it's not like a T bird. He must have, like, the only way that can happen is if he was a bunch of other kids. I mean, still. And there was no like, adult around, but who would know? <laughs> like, it's a horse hitting a kid. Yeah, you'd be like, stop him. I can. I can still grab him right here. I'll take two steps, and I'm still pretty close. Well, you, One you horse. Just get on. Get on With another a horse. Pulling a sleigh. Yeah. Ugh. When when trampling people used to be a crazy thing. All claims not presented to the mayor within 20 days after such conviction will be disregarded. Oh, so if you so don't, there there there's a you have three week window that they're they're like and as past then we're just gonna let this murderer go. No, no, they're saying if you don't, if the guy's convicted and you don't ask for the money after 20 days, that's oh. it. Oh, so it's like lottery rules. Yeah, you're out of luck. Right, you got to show up within time. <laughs> All papers of New York City will please publish the above until the 1st of March next and send their what? bills to the mayor's not office. not how this works. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Who in their classified is like begging other papers for retweets? <laughs> And you all should print this too. Just please. Wanted at the office, 13 8th Avenue, girls for all kinds of housework. Situations always on hand for Protestants. (laughs) American Mm. girls with reference, free, Uh. families, families satisfied, or no pay expected. This one is just fucking red flag, trouble city. Oh my god! <laughs> we don't. There's a lot bad. We don't going have to pay here. you if we don't like it. Yeah, snuck snuck it at the end there too. Also, probably not going to pay. <laughs> Man, yes, yeah, so the family can bring in a girl and be like, after a month, be like, I didn't like it, and then like, okay, yeah. that's it, no pay for her. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot. I don't. Uh, it's super sketchy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one, one is, is super that. sketchy. <laughs> oh man! Uh, looking for women? Maybe pay. They'll be servants. No more questions. Um, sorry. Some of these are just really hard to read because of their church speak. Sure. For the holiday, for the sure. holy days, an amusing well, and instructive happy gift. holy days. It's an amusing and instructive gift for the young people. Oh, so this should be good. (laughs) Do you want a geography without a master? Hmm? 
Then buy a dissected map, which will keep the boys and girls as quiet as mice, and at the same time teach them the locality and boundaries of the different states of their own country. Oh. A dissected oh map. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is the saddest I'm about I've ever to heard Google that. Well, I'm curious. I mean, I would guess it would be like a very specific map or something like that. But it's also like, what a time when, what, what? I assume dissected just means that it has the state boundaries. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I, but also like, what a time when. This is a jigsaw puzzle. You would be, oh. That's what, that's what Oh, shit, really? It's, oh shit! Jigsaw. A dissected map, the first map puzzle was like. It's the first jigsaw yeah. puzzle. That and the salmon. You're gonna these kids aren't gonna <laughs> fucking shut the fuck up for a year. <laughs> I <laughs> love my, you, Dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my daddy, you made me the happiest boy ever. Look at Oklahoma. Oh. oh my lord. But also, don't you think? Like I, I think this now. Like we're so either uninformed or misinformed now. Because, like, we just would, like, you just used to be, you used to just have to read. Like, that was it. You could just, like, reading was your only form. And that, like, does make your brain more intelligent. You absorb actual information. You know, and now it's, like, so, you know, now it's, like, instead of intelligence, you reward, like, you know, good looks or or whatever the fuck it is. But it, it definitely shows you how... You know, we just don't, we just are so overloaded with little tidbits and it's really kind of like overall innocuous stuff. So it's kind of useless shit. So it's like when you're giving kids a fucking map puzzle and they're like, oh my shit, daddy. You know, it's like that. Of course we had more informed people who got furious when shit would go down because they were like, you know, everyone was kind of sharing a similar set of facts. Whoa, look what you did there. I don't know. I did a bunch of coke right before this, and it's just hit. No, I'm just kidding. Do you guys want to know the prices of said puzzles? <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I call it a puzzle. A Jigsaw. dissected map. Dissected map. Uh, map of the United States, the eastern, middle, southern, and western states, each one fifty. A map of New York, one dollar. A map of United States, cheap form, fifty cents. <laughs> Wow, what the fuck? What that is that so mean? odd? It's like a shitty version. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so it's like so each weird. state was a buck fifty, and then it was like, oh, you can get all the states for a Yeah, this one's day. garbage. Oh. <laughs> Pure juice wines for medicinal and sacramental purposes. Oh, how to drink in the church. <laughs> how to drink in the church. Get a little oh, yeah. more of that blood going, huh? Nom, nom, nom. I tell you what, I had so much blood, I probably shouldn't drive my sleigh tonight, but I may give it a shot. <laughs> fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Dr. C.A. Peck has returned to the city and may be found at his old location. Beautiful translucent mineral teeth inserted according to the latest improvements for $1 to $5 a tooth. Oh, man. What? Dude. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> gemming, gemming that mouth up? <laughs> the teeth extracted uh. and, in case of emergency, a set inserted without the patient leaving the Ooh. office. Oh, oh fuck. 
Oh my God. So he's taking out teeth and putting new ones in in the same. But in gems. Well, I mean, it's better than saying like he'll put them in when you're out of the office. That seems a little more precarious. <laughs> I think he's saying you come back later. Like, let the wound heal. I mean, I go, go bang it out, honestly. So you're no, having teeth removed to have like fucking like stone jemmy teeth put in? Yeah, I mean, they're. <laughs> yeah, it looks right, like they're... you constantly are like mid bite of Fruit Loops. You're like, hi. I mean, this is the time of like Waterloo teeth and stuff. So, you know, this is when they take yank the teeth out of dead people. Oh. particularly soldiers, and then they sell them. So you would go in and have your bad tooth taken out and you get Franklin Jenkins' teeth rammed in your head. Oh, my God. But, but, the, is this, is the, but this sounds more like it's, uh, like, fashionable. I don't know if it's fashionable. I think it's just, you it's know, just you need an option for gone. if you need, it's okay. Like okay. You need a root canal, you get it yanked. Right. Sure. Peck lotion to prevent pain in extracting. Peck lotion. Prepared, prepared and used only by himself. That's a- Fillings warranted 10 to 30 years from 10 to 30 years. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, that's a oh, long. That's age of person? No, it can't be. 10. No, do 10 that's to 30 years. Left. You get a warranty on the tooth. Yeah. It says, yeah, they, you get a warranty from 10 to 30 years. So I guess. That's I a big difference. They got price plans. How are you spelling peck lotion? <laughs> P-E-C-K. I can't find out what it is. Yeah, that's, really? I don't think yeah. you, you should I mean, Google so, that. I feel like... <laughs> some of these terms change. <laughs> oh, it's lube. Uh, no, it, I, it's just... And you can't find it. It happens all the time to me. Yeah, interesting. Um, particularly attention to the regulation and proper growth of children's teeth, the kindest treatment to patients, fair bargains... And a truthful, candid opinion without any special eye to the dollar department. Okay. I mean, <laughs> tonic wash for a disgust and bleeding gums, mm. 25 cents per bottle. Yeah, that sounds all just fucking horrible. Like, like I, I can't imagine. I have a hard enough time going to the dentist now. Oh, dude. I cannot at fucking. By the way, there is a there is a way to fi- to actually have the experience of dentistry from the 1850s. What? Yeah, you go to England for the dentist. <laughs> Some guy just looks like he's got like piano keys that got a bowling ball dropped on it. It's like, don't worry, we'll have you out here in about an hour and a half. Put some gems in your mouth. Look nice. Golds, pens, and pencils. Oh, this is just a guy selling gold, pens, and pencils. Well, there you go. You I mean you look? You got your kid your dissected map. He, Chill. He also he's also a manufacturer of the celebrated bank pens. Ooh. For well, many years, one. used by all the banks. What, like the pen with a little chain? <laughs> where you, where you that must be it. what he's talking about, right? <laughs> no, is it? So this guy's like, I'm the bank pen guy, and I'm. I'm the guy gold. who came up with the pens you can't steal. Oh, I miss those. All pens guaranteed to give good satisfaction. Points warranted not to come off in five years will be exchanged anytime within six months without charge. Wow, that's pretty good. So so he his pens give good satisfaction. Well he's got a five year warranty on his pen. I feel like that's, it has to be a nice opinion, yeah. just some shitty ball and chain ones. And it, like it has to be something different than what we're, what we're thinking about. I, it, 
I know, but I can't help but picture that this guy's the inventor of the one who's like, I came up with the, the ball technology that I came up with, the bean, the bean technology. Uh, singular destination of bequeathed property. Hmm. One of the most opulent of the Amsterdam capitalists died a few days ago. Mohir van der B. He was, during his lifetime, careful not to disclose to anyone the amount of his possessions. Smart. Yeah. He would even not confide in his notary. The guy you always tell. My closest, my closest confidant, my notary. Hey, uh, I know you're here to uh, just get uh, this notarized, but... Uh, I'm having a crazy <laughs> affair. You know what I mean? I'm just Talk fucking. Talk to me. You can trust it's me. It's just this chick is so fucking hot. All right, and, hold on. Uh, I'm here, I'm gonna put a stamp on this. Okay. Sign right here. And I am. Yeah, we are just like fucking rabbits. Yeah, you know what I mean? You I, can tell me. I'm a notary. You can tell me. Anything. I know. It's uh, yeah. So we're the just bond really between man and She's married. I'm married. Um, we're both married. It's uh, just crazy. Well, it won't so. leave my lips. No, so you're a notary. Sign right here after I stamp it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can trust a notary. I wish you'd stop staring at me like that. <laughs> Just uh, look. I love, can't help myself. Uh, so, thus, when a few years ago his worthy Dutchman, a Roman Catholic, got to throw mm-hmm. that in there. His what is worthy he? Dutchman. His Dutchman. What is his worthy. Dutchman? What's his religion? Roman Catholic, yeah. All right. You got to answer the question because everyone reading the paper is like, what's the fucking Dutchman's deal? Is he. Protestant, Roman Catholic, what's his... How do I picture um, him? What sort of weird religious garb is he wearing? This Dutchman, a Roman Catholic, made his will, his resol- he resolved not to permit even his professional advisor to have anything to do with its composition. Wow. So he's not, he's just... That's how you should be, though. You that, think? like, Yeah, I do. I think, like, that's like, like uh, again, if you win the lottery, you shut the fuck up. Or you don't yeah, say like, you, you work your job for another three months and then you say you got another job. I don't know if you can keep the lottery secret. I think that part you of the can. deal with the lottery is it's published, isn't it? I think you're right. I don't think in every state it is. Yeah, I think some states it is and some states it probably isn't. But yeah, I think but you just you show up and you just go, oh, man, some guy's life changed. And then you just sit there and like stop doing your work kind of and just like get fired like a month later, you know? Yeah, that's it. That's how you do it. Back um, stressed out. Be like, fuck, a ticket. Fuck! In the privacy of his own cabinet, he made such a division of his almost fabulous wealth as he deemed right. The document in his last will and testament, <laughs> he then placed in an envelope, sealed it with his own signet, and transferred it to the archives of the notary, by whom it was signed, registered, and duly legalized. So this dude on just basically, he, he sat on his wealth, he didn't tell anyone, and then anyone. like at his will reveal, the notary was like, he was loaded. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's going I on. I can finally let you know he has jewels, and it is crazy. This guy, he doesn't have fuck you money. He has fuck Ooh. everyone money. Oh, no, this is where it turns bad. On his deathbed, he communicated to certain of his friends the fact that one of the items in his will was 250 florins as a legacy for every Roman Catholic priest residing in Amsterdam. I don't know what a florin is, but he gave florin, uh, F-L-O-R-I-N. So he gave 
every priest instead of helping kids who are you know needy or whatever he dropped he dropped a bunch of shit on some oh it was money it's a british british coin so he gave, he gave a bunch of money to priests who aren't supposed to don't they take a vow of poverty or whatever well i mean like dave was saying I know before that. like joel austin oh <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, he's not a priest. Or uh, what's his name? Benny Hinn or whatever. Like, But those guys aren't priests. Right. Those guys are... Oh, uh... uh, yeah, you bite your tongue. <laughs> you watch that mouth of yours. Uh, he died shortly after and the will was opened. But the shrewdness of a, of a Dutch capitalist has been deceived. The Roman Catholic priests were not mentioned in the document. That word had by some accident escaped the writer's pen. And... I give and bequeath to every Roman Catholic residing in Amsterdam. He forgot the word priest. <laughs> Wait, so he basically <laughs> ended up having to give his money to every Roman Catholic? So, yeah, now his will legally oh, is I'm boy. giving money to every Roman Catholic in Amsterdam instead oh, of every... <laughs> Talk about the mass conversion. Boy, we got a lot of new people here today. A lot of new faces. <laughs> um... Uh, so at the time of my decease, the sum of 250 florins, or words to that effect, thrilled on the astonished ears of the late capitalist children as the notary read to them from their father's will. Legal proceedings have been instituted by the family to obtain a rule against the enforcement of the will, but as the, as the error cannot be proved, the writer of it was never afflicted with an hour's insanity, and his profits will be more... And his profits will far more meet... All the claims resulting from his sing- singular accident. So he had enough money to give to every Roman Catholic 250 florins. And they're like, well, he wasn't a crazy guy. He was totally normal. So there's no case. He didn't tell anybody. He kept it secret. So there's no one to be like, he told me he was going to give to the priest. It's just they open it's a letter. It's like when someone leaves all their money to like their cat or something. And then, like, the family's like, what the fuck? And then they're like, look, look, I know that's what he wanted, but, like, come on, that's crazy. The cat can't, the cat, you can't give $20 million to the cat. I think that's the sequel to Knives Out right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm 100% leaving it to the cat. Plants from Japan. Whoa, this is fucking interesting. The United States storeship Lexington, now at the Navy Yard, has brought home from Japan 17 cases of plants collected in Japan and co-signed to the government. The plants are as follows, and then it lists all of the plants. That would be huge. Just give us a sample. That would be huge. Yeah, what do you got? Give a couple. Uh, We got the cocoa or small magnolia flower, the China yellow arum, uh, Guavas loquat. We got uh, China red lily, China single head white lily. Uh, Wait, didn't you say from Japan? Yeah, so they think all, all yeah. They think all, <laughs> all, I, all Asian plants. It, 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 uh, it's, I, it, I would say it's it's got to be either that or like they just had a but. But my guess is they were just like you know Japan's inside of China. Anyway, here's a China <laughs> lily from Japan. <laughs> It's all the same. Like, whatever. Uh, That's what they said. Yeah, yeah, to be clear. That's not what you think. (laughs) That is amazing, though. Plants from Japan. Everyone. The Chinese lily. The the Chinese lily from Japan. 
Oh, we got it. We got some abroad church news. Abroad church news. Abroad, another other countries. Oh, okay, okay. Did you think it was about talking about broads of the church? I mean, I when you get into like this time, it's hard to not like feel like parsing language is just like what you should do because I, my, I, I never give the benefit of the doubt. I'm always just like, nah, it's it's either like sexist, racist, somehow shitty. Uh, here's just some more uh, stuff. Uh, the cold weather. The cold has been intense here. And in all the northern and eastern states this week, the ground has had a covering of snow varying from one to two inches. Uh, according to locality, the thermometer has ranged as low in some situations as 20 degrees below zero. I mean, it's sure. weather, yeah, weather, weather news, which which seems fine. Um, criminal lunacy. There we go. But what a follow up. <laughs> yeah, it snowed yesterday. By the way, the Joker's out. Criminal lunacy. <laughs> what a palate cleanser. <laughs> hey, did you guys see it snowed one to two inches? There are murderers on the streets. <laughs> Quick follow-up. <laughs> uh, T oh, JNT Tucker, who was tried for the murder of his child in Brooklyn, was brought Jesus. up before Judge Moore. Who does weather first? <laughs> <laughs> parental murder. Uh, he is to be uh, examined by several eminent physicians as to his sanity. His honor has since determined to sign the warrant for Tucker's committal to committal to the lunatic asylum. So he, yeah, that it turns out he's crazy. It really was just such like a thing that has complete, like, you know, you never want to say like, you know, I mean, like if you murder a child, obviously that's a horrendous act, but the benefit of the doubt that used to be like kind of in the fabric of the country where it would be like, you know, actually trying to evaluate someone's mental state, you know, it just used to be a fucking thing. And then now it's just like anything you do, even if you are a lunatic or whatever, or considered, you yeah. know, having have mental distress or mental issues, totally irrelevant, does not fucking matter. You go to, you know, you go to prison, but I don't know. It's just so, it's so different. I just remember when I was a kid, you know, you'd see people like plead insanity, like that was a thing and like that would be yeah. taken under consideration. And then, you know, because um, we removed all the... So anyway, Stuff. I'm not going to... Uh, Reagan, 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 Reagan. <laughs> Another Indian war. That's oh, the headline. Yeah, I'm still a little shocked that weather got thrown in there two ago. Uh, by a bill that has passed the Senate to raise 3,000 men and appropriate two and a half millions of dollars, it appears that we are to have another Indian war along the Missouri River. This is said to be an administrative measure under the lead of Secretary of War Jefferson Davis. Oh, my God. Like, the fucking headline is another. Here we go. And... Uh, so tired of just another Indian war. Yeah. And, like, they would never be like, it should be called, like, a white war, another white war. Yeah, absolutely. They're just like, these Indians don't seem to understand that they need to stop with all this land grabbing. (laughs) When are they going to get it? Enough already. It's ours, fools. Give it. Uh, you know, we're going to have to go to war with them to take the land away from them again. <laughs> God. 
It's exhausting to white. to do this. These whites, it's tiring. Um, the population of London now suffers, it appears, from the last returns, a high rate of mortality. Well, they're about to return to that over there. <laughs> last return shows that the deaths of 1,466 persons were registered, giving an increase from the previous week in which the week. number was 1,404. Week. Week. And they're banging them out. And well, but like two years ago, you'd be like, wow, that's a lot of people who died a week. And now you're just like, that's nothing. That's a lot of people a week. Well, maybe it's not, though. I don't well, know how many well, people we're, died. Like, I mean, we back have 3,000 dying a day now. Yeah, but that's just from COVID. We got a lot more than that dying. Well, yeah, but <laughs> wow. Listen to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. We're killing it. You know what I mean? Uh, the average in the corresponding weeks of the years 1843 to 54 was tw- 1,203. Oh, 200. What are they dying so, of? It doesn't say. It just says the that people are dying. The Oregon Trail disease. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be tooth related to some extent. I hate to keep banging that drum. It seems that there are four societies what? in London for employing boys of the ragged schools as shoe blacks posted in the streets. Okay, mm. let's all ragged school. Let's all cool out. Them shoe blacks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All the boys, 130 number, had had assembled at a unit United Tea Party oh, in Exeter God. Hall. So on brand. As they were dressed in their respective uniforms, red, blue, yellow, and dark oh. blue. Wow. What a change up. All the colors. The hall was filled by a large number of ladies and gentlemen. The <laughs> Earl of Shaftesbury presided. Oh, that's like such a porn title. I'm the Earl of Shaftesbury. Get ready. Uh, Shaftesbury. Okay. And expressed the high satisfaction with which he regarded the rapid progressive of this movement. The societies were at once educational, industrial, and reformatory, and they exercised an influence through some 50 ragged schools over large and important but hitherto-neglected class of people. The first form society, the red, red uniform, Sure. So it's like Star Trek. It says in it says in parentheses ready for. Uh-huh. Okay. Had succeeded so well and had established its financial position so satisfactory as to induce the formation of three other bodies. <clears throat> Thus the number of shoe blacks in London has been doubled during the last six months. <laughs> Listen, what's up, everybody? Everybody calm down. And seven or eight other towns also began to employ them. So <laughs> So I was right. <laughs> it sounds so bad. <laughs> is it wait? What well, what is a shoe black? Well, that's what I'm assuming. It's a shoe uh, shine, but let's. I'm you're certainly generous. No, I'm. I'm uh, One who cleans and polishes shoes as an occupation. Okay. Yeah. So go. it's a shoe shine. So they're teaching. They're teaching. People had boys had a shoe shine, right? They're teaching It's not that good either. Like, no, no, no. Need, uh, yeah, no. It's just uh, again. I mean, you always, uh, yeah, always go with what's worse. That's the, that's town, the safe play. They're, so they're they're training shoe shine boys in London, and then towns all over England are like, I would, we would like a shoe shine boy. 
It's like when I go to the airport now and I'll see like the shoe shine stand, like I, you know, it is just like this relic of the past. And then yeah. once one, every 50 trips, some dude will be getting a shoe shine. You're like, how the fuck is that? The shoe shine guy still there. How is that occupation still? I mean, I always, I always assumed that the shoe shine guy was union and, uh, and he, and they, they just don't know what to do or they're like, that would be the best around. Now would be the time to get into that fucking world. Shoe shine? Yeah, you just sit there. You just sit in the shoe shine chair all day. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I, I shined wanna... a shoe last week. It was amazing. <sighs> this union Everyone is wears... awesome. You're going to wear sneakers now, though. Like, there's no. Yeah, no. Um, the earnings of the boys of the original society were 10 shillings a week. And uh, by their health, or health, healthy and cheerful appearance, it might be judged how well they were cared for and instructed. That's upset. Just, dif- just different, different times. After addresses from one or two friends of the institution, a testimony was presented by the boys of the Red Brigade for their superintendent. The boys then marched off to their dormitories to end the meeting. Dispersed what? dormitories. That's so, not, but that's not all for shoe shiners, right? Yes, this is just shoe shining. Jesus Christ! There's, so there's nothing an army else going on here. Shoe shiners. They're, they've made an army. <laughs> Different colored oh shoe shine boys. Wow. It's like the Bloods and the mean, Crips, but they, they just yeah. <laughs> they, get, but they, they got along and they were just <laughs> shining the real shoes. Gangs in New York. Well, what do you reckon? You've got to hear this story. He did a boot earlier. Crikey, really? Oh, all right. All right. Well. Yeah. Probably, what do you got? One more? No, I think that's it. We're oh, man. I can't find anything. Well, at least that uh, ended with a bang. That was a pretty cool story. That wasn't like this. Yeah, no, no, and that should be a musical. I'd watch that. The shoe shine boys, for sure. Well, I mean, I think we'd be careful with the name. The shoe, (laughs) the shoe blacks would be a little tougher. Shoe black Panther, make it. Oh, that would be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, Dave, Dave Hellum at Dave Hellum. Thank you for joining us for the Past Times podcast. Um, Pleasure, man. As you can see, everything is normal. Really good time. Learn about shoe black and Chinese Chinese plants from Japan, salmon, (laughs) just the usual shit. That was all one paper. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like how you again. I mean, it would just be like like how you'd put a paper together on LSD. Yeah. Where just there's no actual real sequencing. Um, But yeah, it's It's like the the thirty rock of newspapers. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right. Um, all right. Thank you, Dave. Some of these days, you'll miss me, honey.